Welcome to the Wellsteading Podcast. This is episode 228. Today is May 20th, 2017. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, today's episode is probably coming to you with more uh, maybe echo, background noise than normal. And the reason for that is I'm recording this episode on location to make a point. I'll tell you about where I'm at in a minute. Before I do that, I want to welcome all the new listeners to the program. Because of the release of my new book, uh, a lot of people are, are tuning in. And, and that's actually what prompted today's episode. You see, a lot of people are asking me, hey, you know, John, tell us more about your background. What are you doing? Um, how did you get to be financially independent? Blah, blah, blah. Well, listen, there's 227 episodes that talk about all that, particularly the first 10 where I talk about my well-standing principles. They are 10 common sense type things that I attribute as the foundation of me being able to lead uh, you know, a financially independent lifestyle, a lifestyle where I was able to essentially retire when I was uh, in my early 50s, late 40s, depends on how you want to calculate it, and what you call retirement. You see, because I'm in retirement and I'm making more money than I ever did when I worked. And although I put in what may seem an extraordinary amount of hours, certainly more uh, quote, working hours than I ever did when I worked for the man, I'm in effect not working because every day I get up and I do exactly what I love to do. And what I love to do is manage my portfolio, trade my stocks, trade my clients' positions, you know, work and spend time with people that I enjoy. I don't have any clients that I don't like. That didn't happen accidentally. That's by design. Ah, but I digress. Again, the last hopefully 227 episodes have chronicalized some of that. In any case, since so many of you want to know what I do with my time and how I manage my money and blah, 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 all these things, how, how am I productive, how am I efficient, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing this morning. I'm mowing my lawn. What? Are you kidding me? Why would I mow my own lawn? My time is more valuable than that. I can hire a professional to do it. I have a very small yard, by the way, you know, kind of big house, small yard, and I could probably hire a professional service to get it done for probably 50 bucks, maybe less. I don't know. A very insignificant amount of money. I could hire a kid in the neighborhood to do it for probably, you know, 15 bucks. So why don't I do that? Well, I'll get to that in a minute. But what I chose to do was come to you and record this podcast in my garage where I'm about to cut my grass. And before you think that I am some kind of a freak, weirdo, Scrooge McDuck cheapskate, well, yeah, of course, I probably am all those things. But I don't cut my own grass to save money. And in fact, I'm not the only weirdo that does that. In fact, I want to make a point of spelling this out for you, and, and that's re the reason I picked the title for today's episode. I entitled today's episode, Should a Doctor Mow Their Own Lawn? And I didn't pick that title haphazardly. You see, I happen to know a great deal about doctors and physicians and surgeons because about a third of my clients are medical professionals. I know their lifestyles, in some cases, very intimately. Right? I know all about their finances. I know what they do, how they spend their time. And I know the real story. I don't know what maybe their neighbors see from the outside. I know because I see the balance sheet. And let me tell you what I've noticed about a lot of my doctor clients. They either mow their own lawn or somehow do a lot more yard work than you would expect someone of their stature and uh, high income capacity would do. Now, I do have to preface this that I select my clients very carefully and my clients are not the norm. My clients are either people that are the millionaire next door or they're people that aspire and lead a lifestyle of the millionaire next door. That's what I am. That's who I am. 
that's how I shape my life and my lifestyle. And so consequently, that is the group of people that I want to serve by managing their money. And so that's the clients that I target. So again, my doctor client is probably not the average doctor. In fact, I know they're not the average doctor. That's why only a third of my clients are doctors, not all of them, because most medical professionals are not the frugal kind of stealth wealth people that I like to work with. Ah, but I digress. In any case, so why do my physician clients do their own yard work? Is it because of their cheapskate Scrooge McDucks trying to save a penny? No, not at all. And I'm not going to specifically tell you why they do it or why they've told me they do it for those that I've talked to them about it. Because I don't know, I might not get all the details right. I may, you know, conflate some things and I don't want to misrepresent anybody. But I want to tell you why I am standing in my three-car garage about to start up my lawnmower and cut the, my grass. And the reasons that I do it are probably very similar uh, to one degree or another as to why other millionaire next door type guys and gals cut their own grass. And yes, a lot of gals do it that are my clients as well. In fact, if she's listening, I'll do a shout out to my buddy, Doc Michelle. Now, why do I cut my own grass? I just told you, I live on a fairly small lot. I'm in a subdivision. I'm not in a homestead. I might move to something a little different here in the, in the coming years and months. You're going to hear me talk about that. Because my youngest kid is going to be graduating from high school next year, and I'm going to be moving out of the seven-bedroom house that I'm in. I don't need something this big anymore, and I also don't need to be near this school's and the social activities and the clubs and the things that, you know, my wife and my kids wanted to be part of. The kids are all leaving the nest and, you know, dad is going to start getting a little bit more of what dad wants. But I don't mind cutting my grass. I don't mind, uh, you know, pulling some weeds. Uh, I like to plant tomatoes and, you know, take care of small little garden things. Yeah, that's all great. I'm, uh, I find that very relaxing and I enjoy it. So that's part of the reason I'm in my garage right now about to cut my grass. But it's even more than that. And this is the point I want to make. I hear people all the time, and this is incidentally people that make a whole lot less money than I do, say, hey, I'm not going to cut my own grass. It's a waste of my time. I can be making more money doing something else. And that's how they justify not cutting their grass or not doing their own laundry or not cleaning their own house or whatever, you know, not cooking their own dinner. And while it may be true that their time is more valuable than doing some of those menial tasks. The point they're missing is, is that they're not being productive 24-7 working and being paid at their job. Most of these people are on a salary and whether they put in one hour a week or 90 hours a week, they're compensated the same amount. And so when they come home from work and they sit in front of their TV and watch sports or a soap opera or a sitcom or play video games or read you know social media or whatever the heck they do, and they sit on the couch and they either sip wine or drink a Diet Coke and eat a bag of potato chips. They're not being productive. They're not making money. They're not compensating themselves. So they're really diluting themselves by thinking that, hey, you know, going out and spending 30 minutes to mow their lawn is not something they should be doing and their time is, you know, better spent sitting on the couch doing nothing. So those are the people I'm really addressing this episode to. Listen, if your life is so full of money-making opportunities and then spending your spare time doing all kinds of recreational things, um, then good for you. But that is not 90% of people out there. Just look around, you'll, you'll notice that. The other point that I want to make is that these jobs that seem like maybe they're just a, a worthless, menial task, they can be a lot more than that. You see, when I'm out mowing my lawn, I'm not just mowing my lawn. And, and first of all, when I'm mowing my lawn, 
it takes absolutely no cognitive ability. Okay, and I guess this is a key point I should make first. Just because I'm mowing my lawn does not mean that I'm not working, right? I work for myself. And essentially, every time I think and talk and meet people and read things and uh, have experiences, it's part of my job because I'm always looking for new trends. I'm always looking for public opinion to see where people are thinking you know, they're putting their investments. I'm looking at what the talking heads are saying. I'm looking at the hard data. I'm out seeing if what I'm seeing in reality is reflective of that hard data. And that's no different when I'm mowing the lawn because as I'm walking behind that lawnmower, my mind is free to think. And trust me, when I'm out there mowing the lawn, I'm not thinking about the angle that I'm putting in the grass or, or how the internal combustion engine of the lawnmower is working. I'm not thinking about any of that stuff. I'm thinking about what's going on in the Russian economy or, or what's happening with uh, real estate in Singapore or what crazy new Frappuccino rainbow-flavored unicorn drinks Starbucks is going to come up with to get people to keep you know throwing out five and six bucks for a, a cup of coffee. Those are the things that are going through my mind. And I also find myself with better analytical skills and more creative thinking when I'm out doing things like that, physical activities, where I go out and I, I engage in something that doesn't require me to think. It frees up my mind to better analyze data and understand the concepts and the patterns that I see every day in just the pursuit of my regular business. So, yeah, I do spend an inordinate amount of time staring at a computer screen. But most of my best thoughts and my creative activity and then consequently my good investment decisions don't come when I'm in front of that computer screen. They come when I'm out walking my dog in the foothills or when I'm pushing a lawnmower in my yard or being engaged in one of the other hobbies or interests that I have, which are numerous. That's why you'll hear me talk in many episodes about things like hobbies because they are so important to your overall productivity. And I don't know what's right for you. You should focus on the activities that you enjoy, that in some cases relax you, and in other cases that challenge you. So maybe you like running marathons or mountain biking, or I don't know, maybe you like just sitting around making quilts. It doesn't matter. It's what you enjoy. And so as far as doing outdoor yard work, now if you absolutely hate it, don't do it. But you may find that it's enjoyable. Hey, the 15 or 30 minutes or hour you spend doing yard work is time that you don't have to go to the gym. And besides getting exercise, it also gives you an opportunity to walk around your property. You know, I love my dog. My dog likes to run around in my yard. Well, what if there's a fire ant nest on my yard? And, you know, my dog, uh, you know, he's a dog. He may lay down to take a nap. But what if he decides to lay on a fire ant's nest? I don't want that to happen to my dog. And, you know, for those of you that have children the same way. You don't want your kid to get tied up in a fire ant nest. And so if you're out walking around your property, you're going to see those kind of hazards and be able to take care of them before they become a problem. That's the same way with just things in general on your property. I, again, because I have a dog and uh, because kids and stuff play on my lawn, I don't want a bunch of herbicides and pesticides everywhere. So if I hire a maintenance company to come in, they're just going to spray a bunch of chemicals. That's not good for any you know kids or dogs that roll around in my grass. But if I'm out there every day and I see a dandelion popping up, I can just spot treat that area. I can burn it with a weed burner. I can put down a little bit of herbicide on it. I can dig up the root of it. I can take care of it before it becomes a major problem. 
that's also with uh, overall maintenance of my house, right? If I'm out walking around in my yard, I can look up and say, oh, that gutter's clogged. I need to get that taken care of before it creates a problem. Or, oh, the, that shingle's missing off my roof. I need to get somebody to fix that before it becomes a bigger problem. If I'm never out walking around in my yard, I'm not going to see those things. Same thing from even a physical security and a situational awareness standpoint. If you're out walking around in your property, you're going to see things that might be a security risk. And you're going to say, hey, I should have a surveillance camera put up over here as a precaution to, to someone, you know, breaking into my property. Or I should have some type of a automatic light or an alarm over here so it goes off so I know if someone's over in this part of my property. Or I should trim these hedges so that a burglar can't use that as cover and concealment. These are the kind of things that you can do if you're out on your property, mowing your lawn, pulling some weeds, doing things like that. And so that's why I do go out and mow my own lawn. I take a proactive approach to my life, the property around my house. It doesn't take a lot of time to take care of it. I get some exercise. John, quit fooling around. Don't cut the grass. Oh yeah, I also do it because it's on my honey-do list. And Mrs. Pugliano must be obeyed. So that'll wrap things up today. As always, thanks for joining me. Until the next episode, this is John Pagliano wishing you the very best returns.